Welcome, Welcome to Land. This is a new season, season eight, and we're ready to start with a blast, a cannabis and cultural immersive podcast. Ooh, I like that. I'm ready to get this show started. Yeah, I'm going to do a dab. Mm-hmm. So it is immersive, which means it's time for you to enjoy yourself. Let's light up your favorite smoking device. Maybe you want a little bit of wine, a little drinky drink, a little smoke, or maybe just some drops because edibles are great too. Mm. Now's the time to kick back and relax. (laughs) And starting off your day with cannabis is another great way to keep your body in balance and homeostasis. Throughout this podcast, you'll be able to learn a little bit about some of the sections. Highly productive government hijinks. Always <coughs> smokes. We always love ending on a high note. Yeah, I just did a dab. <laughs> yeah, I love dabs. Sometimes a little bit of wax, concentrate, whatever you prefer to call it. <laughs> and I'm enjoying this Widow Jane 10-year reserve bourbon. A little toast to everyone out there that enjoys bourbons. Mm. Mm, it's almost October. Yes, it's a season for it as well. To get a little bit. <laughs> Always ready. So let's get started. We'll be right back. Welcome to Arisha Land, a cannabis industry immersive experience. I'm Ari. And I'm Shah. We're Arisha. Hi, Ari. Hi, Shah. <laughs> so we're going to start our show out a little bit differently because this week we were highly productive. We're focusing on so many things within the cannabis industry, from product placements to live show, being in people's faces. We want to have a lounge as well. So Ari had the opportunity to sit in on a meeting to gather all the facts. Yeah, Nevada is the first state that is opening up for cannabis consumption lounges. And you know how important cannabis is to us, especially when we're lounging around. And it is honestly like a goal to create a safe space where people can hang out, feel comfortable, enjoy their favorite bud uh, with their favorite buddies. <laughs> yeah. And for us, it's really exciting because, as you know, we're going to be working with the whalers. So we're starting to think if we have a lounge, that's another another face that we can implement into our lounge and have, like, the whalers room in the whalers lounge, in our lounge. And it's just so Rasta, so chill vibe, like... And that's what we're all about is smoking and token and just being able to enjoy with your friends the fun high experiences because it's like different than drinking. Like no one's blacking out and puking. Like no. no one is like getting into a fight. Like it's just chill vibes only. And we decided this week, like, let's take the first steps to see what it takes that what we need to do. Um, to get a lounge license so we could be the first ones in the door (laughs) and there's only 10 licenses going out in Nevada to people who have been disproportionately impacted by cannabis in the past and then there's only 10 other commercial licenses that are being passed out to 
big commercial businesses. So in this particular case, being a woman owned and minority owned business, I actually qualify for the having a family member that was unfairly treated. So now we're at the point of gathering all the paperwork and we have less than 20 days to do so. Yeah. And I just really hope it's fair. You know, they're only going to give 10 licenses. I just hope that it's going to be a fair cause, you know, like our business has come so far. Yeah. And we aren't a major cannabis dispensary that's currently operating in Nevada. And I know a lot of these companies are becoming so big that they're becoming multi-state cannabis corporation corporations, like Acres, for example. We are not that. We are a small business, a women and minority-owned company. But even with all of like the good things that we do, like feeding a starving child for a week with every single order, and being literally a completely woman and minority owned company it's still hard for us to qualify as being disproportionately impacted because for the past five years you have to live within certain metrics and it doesn't matter what state but you have to have lived within certain metrics of a impacted area and you also have to have a conviction that was a minor cannabis offense so you have to have both of those things to qualify or have a direct parent, sibling, or child who was directly affected by those things. And it's hard when you just want to do well for yourself and you don't want to live in bad areas. So luckily, like hopefully we qualify, but it's really hard to get a qualification and the main focus of the meeting was so obviously about money because the first four slides were basically explaining how you can pay them. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, honestly, if you actually are someone who wants to go into the cannabis industry who has lived in a very bad area for five years, and this is the most recent past five years, not any time in your lifetime where you might have lived in a bad area, got convicted, and then lifted yourself up out of that state. Like, no, this has to be like the most recent past five years living in a disproportionately impacted area. And you also have to have, at one point in your life, a minor cannabis conviction. So it's, it's hard because then these people even have to pay still $2,500. And if you are a regular person and this is your current living condition and you're still living in a disproportionately impacted area... That is a lot of money to cough up without a big corporate investor backing you up. So inherently, I almost feel like the system's unfair. I know. It's going to be interesting to see how this pans out. So everyone out there, wish us luck. Yes, wish us luck. And hopefully we qualify. But either way, let's just bring the good times, the lounges to everyone, and that's what we want to do. And speaking of good times, we have certainly been having a good time with our live shopping shows 
They're called Stay Fuzzy with Arisha Magic from Fuzzy's House of Smoke and Discretionaries. It's live shopping on our Arisha Facebook page. And you can shop simply by watching us and whatever we, if we say this bong is number 243, then to purchase that bong, you just put the number 243 in the text comment. You're quickly sent a direct message and then you can check out. So it's been really fun and easy, but this is our first real show. We're getting ready to market hard. Yes, and it is going to be every Thursday at what time, everyone? 420. Yes. And we're on the Pacific. Pacific, because we love that West Coast vibe. Oh, yeah. Cali Dreaming, baby. <laughs> yeah, so 420 Pacific every single Thursday. We're going to have magicians, sword swallowers, fire breathers. You don't even know what you're going to see on this show. It's going to be so cray. So cool. So you can go watch a little rehearsal we did. It's on our current Arisha Facebook page. Then as the new shows come, they'll be live and you'll always be able to watch and shop the replay. Pure edutainment. Yes, but the deals do not last for longer than 24 hours. So get it while it lasts. Yes. And now here's some audio from the show. Our viewers could be on their way to a restful sleep. Five seven seven. Type five seven seven, and you'll have a very nice night's nice sleep. Ah, that sounds great. Wow, Ari, we covered so many products here today. We went from tattoo sticks, rings, nose rings, pipes. I think that brings us to the end of our show. So soon? Well, now it's time for a smoke break. <laughs> So everyone who has been watching, thank you for watching. <laughs> and make sure to type 577 to get a nice night's sleep. This live show will be available for replay for 24 hours. And we want to also thank our rope team. Carol, she has been helping us get our story out to the world. So although we're in season 8 of our podcast, we're going on two years here. Now we're reaching out and using some other media. So there's articles that have been published. And about two weeks ago, Ari and I had our first article published together. And then yesterday, a new article was published on myself that focuses on Ari and I together. And then next week or the week right after, there will be a third article published that is Ari and it focuses on some things we do together. So it's just really cool to use our team of people out there and really continue to grow our community of educators and use our podcast as a format to really keep you all up to date. With cannabis and community, there's always something cool and new going on. So it's like cutting edge news all the time. So we will include the links in the bottom of this podcast and on Arisha Land's Com. And Shaw's new article has been published to businessinnovatorsmagazine.com. And wow, I mean, what a well-written article. Carol is a big-time publisher, and she works with a lot of different magazines, publications, and she's also a very dear friend of ours. 
But reading Shaw's story and all of her successes and everything that led up to this point of having this growing business that's women and minority owned, how we're trying to heal the world, and all of the new technology that we've really brought into our businesses to help people is all listed right there in that article. So go check it out because you will really get a better understanding of Shaw of Arisha, and (laughs) then you'll also get a better understanding of how we're trying to heal the world together with all of you every single day. So go check it out. It's on arishaland.com and businessinnovatorsmagazine.com. It is a huge magazine publication where millions of top business insiders are reading each week. So check it out. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Ari. Mm -hmm. All right, well, let's continue to move on because we are still being highly productive Mm -hmm. here, aren't we? Oh, yeah. I mean, those are like two, (laughs) three really productive things we've already done this this week. This is cannabis, but people are saying cannabis is so bad, and it's like, no, it's not. (laughs) We have another way. We are getting ready to debunk a huge stereotype with cannabis right now. Cannabis is keeping you productive on losing weight. Since 2018, people have claimed that they weigh less and that they have smaller waistlines. Cannabis users lose 5.4% more weight than all the other people who are just out there trying to lose weight. And in 2020, another study comes out saying, If you use cannabis, you're more likely to engage in exercise, outdoor activities, go on a hike. And, I mean, I think that just makes sense for us. Like, being a cannabis user, you always want to find a perfect smoke spot. But even more than that, it makes you feel good from your workouts, and it helps your body recover. What I really appreciated about that article was they were saying that it was older people older people were reporting that they were being more active. They were getting out again. And that's the thing. When when people realize, I can just smoke a little pot, I can smoke a little cannabis, and actually feel good again, that's the goal. That's That's the whole goal goal right there. (laughs) And each time, like, when we get ready to work out, like, I like to run. So for me, in the morning now, I'm rolling up our Delta 8 grinds and – having a morning smoke, but then I have a really good run because I'm able to extend my stretch and breathe and really let those cannabinoids catch up to my endocannabinoids so I can have a really balanced body. So it really does help with recover. Yeah. And then I think after you exercise, taking the drops, which you do on a daily basis as well, you know, taking our Delta 8 orally, is also great for keeping you feeling good all day because everyone knows like you get sore after you exercise and sometimes it's so painful you don't want to exercise again so taking the drops as a recovery tool they're all on www.arisha.life available right now and they help you recover 
from feeling sore and just make you feel good again. And I think that's the most important thing. And you want to know as authentic as we can be because I'm having a rest day. Yesterday I ran a 5K. So I'm actually going to go grab some drops right now and take them because I'm sold all over again, Ari. Because when the drops drop, give us our props. Ari's just so hot like when the drops drop. Hands in the air, wild hair, don't care. Woohoo! Love all around. Big jeans going down. Chops, <laughs> chops. Chuck them out. Chops, chops. <laughs> Hell yeah. Tell a friend and shop today. Arisha, top life. <laughs> yes, so it is so cool because we've been hearing such good reviews from all of our friends how even people who don't like uh, smoking cannabis because they don't agree with like putting hot air into their lungs. People who take the drops all agree this product has changed my life. We've heard reviews from so many of our friends who have never even tried cannabis before saying, my only bad days are when I don't have the drops. So if that's not a good review, I don't know what is. I mean, have ah, good days so every good. single day. The drops are just incredible. I was explaining this to a woman yesterday how to take them, and how you will feel it like an edible because she was familiar with having like a brownie. So I said, you'll feel it affect your body like an edible, but in a very good way, like a positive way. You'll feel energetic. Your mood will change. You'll like want to dance a little. So it was just a different way to to explain to someone what to expect when they're taking the drops. As someone who used to make my own edibles with like weed butter, <laughs> doing that whole thing. I mean, I made like literally killer edibles. They would drop you up for sure. But yeah, um, those like rice krispie treats were crazy. crazy. But you know, compared to that, like drops actually, they don't knock you out. <laughs> they don't make you feel like just so sluggish. And I think that's a really beautiful thing about them. And we do have the dosage. A full dropper full is 50 milligrams. We've knocked people out on that. Sent people to the <laughs> ER on that. So be careful. Know your dosage. <laughs> and take, Do not drops and drive. Do not drops and drive. Take half of a dropper because that's what we recommend on the side. Thank you. <laughs> do and not drops and drive. Now, if you're that person that doesn't want to get high because you have an upcoming drug test or something and you don't want to have THC in your system, CBD is now showing extremely promising results for in vitro and in vivo studies as treatment for Alzheimer's disease. So taking something like CBD, which won't make you fail a drug test, despite what the government tells you, <laughs> is actually such a good, healthy thing that you could be doing for your body. So if you don't want to feel good all day and be a little bit giddy, like with the Delta 8 drops, you can still feel good in another way by doing something healthy and not psychoactive but just completely healthy and natural for your body like cbd which we offer on www.arisha.life and lemon chocolate peppermint flavor unflavored we have so many different flavors if you see a flavor out there in the 
wilderness that you want from us, just let us know, because we're always trying to expand our product lines. And, oh, Blackberry Lemonade, too. That one's good. <laughs> yeah, so what I can do at the end of this highly productive segment, because we have a few more things to talk about, at the end of that, I will place in there the CBD Changes Live song. It's a really fun, upbeat song. It's from our Dub Funk Music Nation catalog. We created it back in 2020, and it'll be available. It's just a really cool way of explaining how CBD really does change your life. And because of our products, we use free speech and music to actually explain our story a little bit better. Because on certain things, you can't say it on a product label because the FDA will come after you. And fuck that. So here yeah. we go. <laughs> so... I'm really excited for this because this song is so impactful. It has our friend Tyler's story, but since then we've seen so many people, we've heard so many people's stories about how they've been healed by hemp, and every day, like, we're just hearing such heartwarming stories. People are crying. It's fixing people's lives. So we want to give this song away for free to all of you for a permanent like download on your phone that you could own and bring around with you with a purchase of our products. And by putting this song out there, we really are expressing the First Amendment freedom of speech because we know how important it is to get the message out there and into your hands and what's a better way than through music yeah so let's move on to some more great highly productive things that cannabis has been doing a new study found that using medical cannabis is tied to significant reductions in use of opioids and other additive painkillers in fact 90.6 percent of all the patients surveyed said that cannabis was helpful in treating their medical conditions. And then another 88.7% of the respondents said that medical cannabis was important for their quality of life. So this is what we're saying. Cannabis makes you feel good. What's so bad about feeling good? I know, and remember, people were originally prescribed opioids after certain injuries, you know, by doctors. All so the they're time. prescribing opioids to these people, knowing how addictive they are, knowing how detrimental they are to their health. So it's such a positive turn for now people to say, like, get these pills away from me. Cannabis is making me feel better. Yeah. That's what I love. It's so good. And people are really getting over-prescribed medications all the time. And if you are in pain, you need painkillers. But if cannabis could take away the pain in a more natural, beneficial kind of way that's not addictive, why wouldn't you choose cannabis over a manufactured synthetic combination of stuff that the medical industry, Big Pharma, has put out for you? What I love about cannabis is when you look at it, it's just a little ball of flower. It's just little leaves. You know, there's no manufacturing to it. So bringing this basic education to the world 
and then backing it up with articles that we're reading on a daily basis. It really does teach you and let you know, give you hope, you know, that people can get away from these heavy drugs. And we need to have these offices like pharmacies stop letting them out into the hands of people because those that do get them, that's how they get into the drug market. Mm-hmm. Like next thing you know, your child is doing opiates. So oh, we yeah. need to I mean, I remember really after, crack down on these things. After I broke my leg, they gave me painkiller or opioids in the hospital. And, you know, I still had a few when I got home. And they already wrote me a prescription so that I could go pick up a whole extra bottle once I got home. But you know what? I didn't need it. And I didn't go pick it up because I started using cannabis instead. Right. And the thing is, they made it seem like they're doing you a favor, realizing, like, no, that's going to poison your body more and could possibly lead to death and addiction. So good for you. You said no. No, thanks. Boom. Now, back by popular demand cannabis. First name medical, medical cannabis. With the whole new look, new taste, new reaction, resulting in different satisfaction. Like the older, new, very attractive, cannabidiol, not psychoactive. Meaning no high sensation, which is the key to the legalization. Bringing to the light by world-renowned scientists the healthy side of cannabis. Terpenes triggering scent, positively changing your mind and body in an instant. Sophisticated chemicals dancing in unison, blended, splendid, perfect, relieving physical and mental pain. Badass cannabis is the name. CBD is known to help major diseases like multiple sclerosis, rheumatoid arthritis, a remedy for epilepsy, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, anxiety, depression, fact not fiction. CBD has also been linked to the treatment of cancer. Now that's big time major, wow. What a medical breakthrough. And the list continues. High blood pressure, diabetes, mental disorder like schizophrenia. It even helps acne. Believe it or not, CBD is the healing that just won't stop. And staying on the front line, badass cannabis one time. Come on. Hands high in the sky. CBD changes lives. It's time to dance now. Two step it down. Drop it real, real low now. How high can you go? We see you in a good mood. You got that natural glow on you. Hands high in the sky. The word cancer is frightening. Then hearing we weren't able to get it all, watching it spread to other organs. You know, all this is just terrifying. The doctors tried everything but failed, then gave up, kind of alone, staring at the end. How would my family grow without me? In that darkness, nature shined its light. The month of hemp, healing, I was cancer free. I blame it all on CBD. In the sky, CBD changes lives. You're feeling good, right? You're moving through life. You're sleeping good now. You're eating food, wow. We'll see you in a good mood. Got the natural glow on you. Hands high in the sky, 
into our government hygiene section. Yeah, so cannabis is good for your quality of life. And of course, our government is still against cannabis, even though the majority of Americans want it. They want it legalized. In fact, Marco Rubio and Chuck Grassley, both Republicans, decided to write the United States White House and say that the Colombian president, Gustavo Petro's, quote, drug policy and posture towards the United States is alarming, end quote. First off, he suspended warrants and extraditions for the National Liberation Army. This army had over 3,000 U.S. designated terrorists, so I can understand how that is highly alarming to Marco Rubio and Senator Grassley. Then also, um, they said Petro, he embraced Nicolo Maduro's 20-year narco-terrorism partnership with FARC. So because he's reestablishing friendship with the Colombian ambassadors, they also are fearful because they feel like drugs are going to be more available all over again. Yeah, and I understand that, but I just hope that cannabis will not become the drug that people are fighting over. There are a lot worse things like cocaine out there, and but even still, the truth is, is there's a lot of things that are bad for you. Um, I believe that's them. what they're worried about. They're yeah. worried about because he's dropping these restrictions, they're worried about cocaine, you know, being easily accessible and people trying to get it into the U.S. Yeah, and, you know, cocaine is bad and it makes people reckless, but the one thing that, that these drugs, that this drug war should not be fought about is cannabis. Exactly. Cannabis, no matter how much you do, is not addictive. It's not going to make you aggressive, and there is nothing harmful about it for you because your body naturally produces endocannabinoids. All you are doing is just giving your body more endocannabinoids so that you are healthy and in balance. Yeah, when you feel better, when you feel better, then you're a better member to your community and people can continue to thrive together. And... Besides, isn't that what all the philosophers throughout time are talking about? Like, being in balance with yourself and with nature? Cannabis will do that for you. So, wow, I love cannabis. And let's get into some more government hijinks. (laughs) All right, you want to jump on over to the state of Illinois this time? Yeah, so a new study recently came out from the town of Chicago Chi-town. that among the cannabis business owners there is 
an immense lack of diversity, which is sad because it, we know that it is always like minorities typically in living in disproportionately impacted areas that are the ones that have been affected by these laws. And a lot of people are still in jail for this, even though it's becoming legalized all over. So it's a constant battle for states to actually be fair. And it just seems like everyone has to really exercise their patience now because this is something that's been fought for for so long. It's like, get in line, hurry up, and wait. Yeah. Hopefully you'll be picked. And we know that the requirements of what would be a diversity programs, we just know from Nevada that it's very hard, and the requirements are stringent, and maybe... These programs are a good thing, but maybe it's the requirements and the qualifications and everything that you have to go through that actually leads to a lack of diversity. I don't know anyone who is living probably in one of the poorest parts of town right now for the past five years who has gone to jail and still has it on their record who can actually afford to pay $2,500 out of their own pocket right now when they're probably just struggling to take care of themselves. And those are the things we need to look at. Like, what are the barriers to diversity? And how are these programs set up in a way that it doesn't actually help the situation? I mean, you see it right there, and you heard it clearly in the meeting that you were listening in on. Money, pay us, pay us, pay us. And that right there is just unfair. Yeah. You're starting, you're trying to do business. You're trying to get the plan out there, but the only thing they could think about is pay us, pay us, pay yeah. us. I guess so, huh. the person that actually would want to open up a lounge and that actually has been impacted the most isn't going to cough up that money knowing that it's non-refundable and that they might not even get picked. I guarantee that it's getting back by some big investor or corporation. And that's also one of those things that constitutes a lack of diversity is simply just the cost barrier. So it's really sad. It is really sad. But more and more people are supporting cannabis all over, even in southern states like Kentucky. I got you. Let's jump on down to Kentucky. The governor has reported that 99% of people who responded to this survey support legal access to cannabis. Yeah, now that is very positive. And additionally, they held four public meetings, and there was zero opposition. No one stood up and said, no, I don't want cannabis in my state. So this is this is good for my bourbon boys out there. Have a little bourbon, have a little cannabis, have some cannabis-infused bourbon. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. I can see that on the horizon. Giddy up, pony up. <laughs> We're getting lit. I'm bro. getting excited. <laughs> 
Well, because it's it allows it to just flourish more. It's another state that's saying yes. I love it. Go Kentucky. I know. And it just shows people want cannabis. 99% of the people want it. Well, let's talk about another survey because our former president, Trump, he happened to be putting out a fundraising email pertaining to drugs. But the interesting thing about him and how he feels about people, it was people that sell illegal drugs should face the death penalty. So like he wants to just <laughs> take people out. I mean, is technically cannabis marijuana is still illegal. Should people face the death penalty for cannabis? And that's why it's it's so hard to understand a mind like him. Yeah, like his PAC, which is a political action committee, is saying just kill people. We don't care. There's no second chance, no redemption. Just kill them if they've ever sold drugs in their life. And is that fair? Is that who we are as a society? As the United States of America, our freedoms... No, we are all human, and there's programs set in place for people that have drug addictions. Where did it all begin? It began with the prescriptions. We, If we point our fingers in the proper places, then there won't be so much illegal drug activity because drugs won't have been forced on you from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Put cannabis in its place instead. Oh, I'm addicted to feeling good. Oh, I'm addicted to feeling healthy. Oh, I'm addicted to feeling happy. Put cannabis in its place. Put cannabis in its place and give people a second chance. No one should have to face the death penalty just because they made the mistake of selling drugs once in their life. I mean, do, do we really want this guy to say that to us no (laughs) no exactly (sighs) thank goodness he's not president any longer yeah everyone makes mistakes and i guarantee he's made more mistakes than a lot of people out there (laughs) all right so now we're gonna hop on over because we're still in our government hijinks section we're gonna hop on over to the state of tennessee you're see the what only the group. Ooh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> a little Arisha comedy. <laughs> Hi, comedy. Time for a smoke break. Okay, she's gonna do a dab right there. On that note, um, Tennessee Republican lawmakers are just still accused of being racist, and it is true. <laughs> I mean, they literally are opposing cannabis legalization because black people are, quote, culturally more prone to commit that crime. So you don't want cannabis, the healthiest plant that actually affects every single person and animals, endocannabinoid system to exist because... You think black people are more likely to use it? I think you're just racist. <laughs> I think so too. It's like in 
when you really just think about cannabis or you think about they're trying to associate with black people cannabis anyone that is trying to use cannabis is just trying to relax they're just trying to get into balance get their mind right feel good yeah people drink alcohol all day long all colors of people and <laughs> get into bar fights and get blacked out and people smoke cigarettes all day long and get lung cancer and cannabis is the one thing that's being attacked even though literally no one has ever died from it and in the UK right now, speaking of government hygiene, <gasps> the police are calling for stricter cannabis penalties. Let's think about all the things that are illegal that they're not calling stricter penalties for right now. Um, DUIs, drunk driving, um, well, you know, <laughs> congesting up the medic system because you literally gave yourself like lung cancer and you're addicted to smoking um how about penalties for using opioids i mean are they trying to follow strict as strict guidelines like russia because britney griner is still not free she's still there it's true are they trying to follow that where over here in the United States and Colombia and other countries are fighting so hard to legalize cannabis. Yeah, but the fact is, is Brittany Griner is still in jail in Russia because the U.S. won't just freaking move to federally legalize cannabis. If we did, she might actually be out right now. And that's the one thing that pisses me off about this whole situation. Yeah, because the USA could be an example of an entire country that's saying yes to cannabis. Saying we actually like, care do you know how many people would be person's life. We care about the science. And we're going to take a more forward approach. And Russia, you can't say, well, she's in jail for something that's also illegal in your country. But instead, we literally are choosing to do nothing. Yeah. I I mean, come on. Hopefully other countries will be a leader, but we, we all need to keep cannabis on the ballots, keep cannabis circulating once again, because it's really important that people understand how cannabis, how CBD can truly change your life. Write and, the White House and tell Joe Biden to legalize it already. And as you heard the song, CBD Changes Lives, it was a true entertaining way to educate you to the max so you could truly understand. And thank you again, Tyler Watts, for his awesome testimony because cannabis, CBD, truly changes lives. Let's move on over to our holy smoke Smokes. section because countries like Jamaica are making major waves. And trust me, when you first think about cannabis weed, I never really thought about hippies. I always thought about reggae, like Bob oh. Marley, like Jamaica. Oh, that yeah. was my first real, like where did this come from? In my brain, adults, all, all weed in my brain came from Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, like being a young girl growing up, I was like, where does all oh, this weed came from Jamaica? <laughs> I mean, it really is cool. Like, it grows in a tropical climate like that. It's just feel-good vibes. 
I mean, you can be, and I see this all day in the desert, is, like, you can be out, like, drinking, and the heat and the alcohol just, like, literally twist people's bodies into, like, unhumanly contortions, and it's honestly insane. Yeah, it's not safe at all. So, if you're just smoking a plant, and you're out in the sun, enjoying the beautiful day... You're gonna be okay. You're gonna be okay. You're gonna be all right. <laughs> Go to Jamaica. But Jamaica's making major waves, setting themselves up for the medicinal marijuana. Just think about it. They've been growing naturally outdoors in their climate. Their country's known for it with other hot commodities. And now they'll actually be able to take a more scientific approach to, you know, have the med- as a medicinal marijuana. So it's going to be really cool. And that's why it's just under our Holy Smoke section because things like this are fascinating. When you see change like this happening, like major change, like even in Washington, D.C., there's some major change happening. Um, people vote and they oppose to a crackdown on unregulated gift and marijuana businesses. Which is awesome. I know we've been talking about this for a while. And we originally started talking about this once we saw this business in New Jersey where you can literally sell, we can sell a $100 fanny pack right now to you and just give you the cannabis for free. Yeah, it's <laughs> $100 a $100 worth. And that's, it's another cool thing to do because you're buying one thing, but you're gifting the cannabis. And in D.C., they decided, like, no, they should, they should still be able to do it. Yeah, and even though right now it's kind of one of those loopholes in the system, <laughs> the thing is, is who doesn't love being gifted weed? I oh mean, my goodness. I've been gifted weed for like birthdays and stuff. Like, <laughs> I mean, just when you're, you know, getting to know people and they gift you weed or you get to try their products, it's, it's like an exchange of friendship and community and it just makes you feel really good because it you know that this gift right here means good times for you both in the future right and that's what it's all about so in the survey although regulating cannabis commerce was important and strong most voters thought that the council members should be focusing more on other issues like reducing crime promoting affordable housing and expanding access to health care. So mm-hmm. that's they're like, leave us alone. Let us party. Let us feel good. You guys go work on fixing the crime. You fix the housing and give us some health care. You know, that's the mindset because yeah. cannabis really does bring people together and bring down that problem. So if, if you have that one problem going on within you and now you're in balance, okay, I feel good. So now go fix the other problems. Yeah. It makes sense. I mean, why worry about <laughs> cannabis, which is a plant? Why are all of our lawmakers spending so much time and energy and money on this when there's such other big problems it could solve? We know the majority of people just want it to be legalized. I mean, even if it was in grocery stores, you're not going to have little kids going up saying, oh, I'm going to pick the cannabis which is right next to the cabbage (laughs) no (laughs) they're gonna be going for the sugar right so let's just call it how it is (laughs) so we want to give some props to new york state for creating a cannabis cultivation guide 
grow at home. And this is right in tune with our whole mission of wanting to teach people how to free the weed and grow your own weed, your own cannabis. So to see a guide like this, we just thought it was such a jump in a positive step moving forward, very educational and having people able to follow along like a whole guide, how to plant. This is amazing. Yeah, because if you can grow your own cannabis, you can grow your own tomatoes, you can live more sustainably, have fresher fruit, have fresher vegetables. And the thing about growing at home is that cannabis plants actually produce so much flour, way more than the cost of having to go to a dispensary and pay high taxes and smoke four-month-old cannabis. I mean, have you ever looked at the harvest date on your cannabis oh, bags? Yeah. I mean, Four months, but people will take it out and like, oh, this looks so good. Look at the tricolors. So Look at the oh, colors. It's popping. Don't. No. Don't. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, you may not believe me, but best most powerful high that I've ever had in my life was literally one day after I picked the flower straight off of the plant yes I did have to use a higher flame I used this little scorch torch little device because it does have like more of a torch like flame than a regular lighter I because it was still so Fresh. Yeah, it was still moist. It was still moist. It was harder to burn, but you know what? The high was so powerful and hallucinogenic, and it just went to your head right away, and it made you feel so good. And you have so much extra that you can juice it and put it in smoothies, and that's the healthiest thing you can do for your body. And that's why we want to encourage you to think back to basics. This is a plant that you grew in your garden. It's flourishing, and it's providing so much to you. You're smoking it. You're juicing it. You're sharing it with friends and neighbors. No one's got their hand out collecting a tax from you. First you got the city tax. No. Then you got the county tax. You did this on you your own. You tax. grew it on your own in your yard, in your home. And that way right there, that gives you financial freedom. Because you're not in the dispensary line being overtaxed and given bad cannabis. Not bad cannabis, but older. Old cannabis. Old cannabis. And what people don't understand is... Being marketed to you like it's a deal. Yeah. Oh, we got a steal of a deal for you today. Ooh, here's some four-month-old four cannabis. cannabis. <laughs> and trust me, it's just there is no way it's as potent. And I've tried the difference. It's just not. There isn't. It's a fact, all right? It's not as potent. But shout out to New York for encouraging people to grow at home because really yeah. juicing your cannabis will not get you high and it's the healthiest thing to do for yourself. In fact, New York is now open for receiving cannabis dispensary applications. So don't worry. If you don't want to grow at home, you can still get your weed. Yeah. And this is good for people who, I guess, really live in small spaces. Yeah, you don't have you don't happens. have space. Yeah, you don't have space for your plants. So it's just nice to see so much positive change happening around the world. Yeah, um, they have received nine hundred and three applications so far, just for people who have been harmed by cannabis convictions. 
I can't wait to see like the roster of all the people that get a new license, you know, that are able to open. So exciting. But you could see you could see by the difference there. Like here in Nevada, I don't know how many applications they've received, but I know they're only given ten. You know, yeah. ten licenses. Uh, a total of twenty licenses, so it's gonna be cool. Cool to watch the progress. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it just shows like so many people out there have actually been harmed by cannabis convictions and it's time to change these laws close the records, let people out of jail. And yeah, let people have freedom again. Like, literally seal their records so that they can have good jobs and that they really do have good training on, like, how to actually get into this cannabis industry in a positive way. So, I love it. And I love what we're doing on a weekly basis now over at Fuzzies because we're actually trying to sell some really cool products, especially bongs. Now, you remember a few years ago, we actually bought our first bong together from Amazon. Yeah, we did. Yeah, so yeah, now Amazon, we still have it. they're in the news because they're unfairly not allowing bongs and other cannabis-type items available for sale. Like spice grinders. You have to lie and say it's a hookah pipe. And honestly, <laughs> why should hookah be allowed on Amazon and cannabis? stuff not i mean first of all if you could walk into any store in america and find a bong for sale why can't it be on amazon and then what changed about amazon because we have the receipt we bought our bong from amazon it was just like oh let's just buy a bong on amazon no big deal like they have hookahs available they have uh cleaning items they have the liquids available little brushes but no bongs no bongs why why? It's really because Amazon is still against cannabis, no matter what they say. Yeah. I'm convinced of that. <laughs> and holy smokes, let's get back to the states. Oh, because right. Oregon has joined California in wanting to transfer their marijuana products. Yeah, around. so now they're part of the cool states. Yeah, okay, Nevada, did you hear that? <laughs> Because if states are legal, states that allow cannabis, you should be able to ship from California to Nevada, or from Nevada to Colorado, Colorado to Arizona. You should be able to. Oregon. I mean, think about it. Some places just don't grow as well as others. So you're using more electricity. You're contributing more environmental That's damage. True. And what, just because you can't, legally even though you're a legal state you can't just have cannabis from another legal state i mean who's making the rules now i thought it was the states yeah and we remember cannabis is a community we want people to come together on cannabis but when you keep seeing so much divide speak up let it be known this should be free for everyone it should be a free equal trade you should be able to ship it to and fro yeah I mean, really, it should be free. So free the weed. Yeah. And New Jersey has now freed the weed for the past six months, now allowing recreational marijuana use. You know what? There's been so many events. I was watching a friend on social media. She was at a 420 event just last week in Jersey. So, yeah, there's all types of products popping up now where people have gummies, um, you know, smokables, 
and you know just getting to experience that in six months I'm sure it's really fun because it's so new yeah I mean I'm sure it is but of course a lot of workplaces are saying well we want a drug-free workplace and the state's saying well it's your right to have a drug-free workplace but then they're also saying well it's your right to smoke cannabis so it's kind of creating um, a conflict of interest, but right now you aren't allowed to be fired really just for consuming cannabis. You also have to show that you were stoned at work. And really, these kind of guidelines for proving that someone's stoned at work are a little ridiculous. So it seems like it's going to be up to the individual to decide when they decide when they smoke marijuana or when they use it, you know, yeah. because so if your job is saying you can't do it, then you may have to just wait till you get off. Yeah, but <laughs> you have to fail a drug test, and apparently if you belch at work, you have marijuana in your system. Or apparently if you're inappropriately wearing sunglasses. Oh, let me put these on right here. You're obviously stoned. How do I look? Oh, so fashionable. Or even if someone was puffing outside and you come in smelling like marijuana, obviously you're stoned at work. So That's probable cause. The fact is, is you could be fired for all of these things. And I just think it's a little unfair because we know that cannabis is literally a substance that is helping your health. We want to continue to educate you. If you're ever interested in continuing your education on cannabis, please feel free to use the comment sections on arisha.life or on arishaland.com. We can sign you up for our From Seed to Cell program, which is a full scientifically annotated cannabis discovery explaining the truth about cannabis and how it really impacts your body. Yes, so... Let's end this podcast on a high note. La, la, la. <laughs> yes, and we need music. That's right, because we have been getting so much play on Radio Wigwam in the UK. They've reached out to our partner, Kevin Kelly, who is the mastermind behind the dub funk genre. Now, as you all know, we have our own record label, that uh, that has about a hundred songs, so commercial songs that are available. But in the meantime, these radios they pick up the the genre and they really love sharing it. So we have a one hour show that has been put together, and that'll be airing. I believe it's on October thirteenth. But make sure you visit arishaland.com for the facts. Oh yeah, and if you're living in the UK right now, make sure to tune in to Radio Wigwam. And check out Arisha underscore land on Instagram because that's where we will be posting all of the live updates. Yes, they've been featuring us on this show called the Indie Jukebox. Indie Jukebox. And then they did another one that was the Indie Jukebox Special. Mm. So they've been taking songs from both Manic Sound Expulsion and then from Kingzilla featuring Bro Blake. Cool. So they're using both projects and just having fun circulating the songs. Well, that is awesome. Yeah. So Ari, speaking of music and ending on a high note, 
Would you like to choose today's song by Manic Sound Expulsion? Let's listen to Rise Up, Deja Vu. Let's go, let's go. This one is one of my favorites. It's a morning shower song. Uh, It's one of my favorites, too. You guys are going to love it. So, listen now and see you next week. And we're going to light up. (laughs) Bye-bye. Let's love like this, king and queen.